Each one of the group records sort of has its own personality, and some of the records stick together as kind of being brothers or cousins to each other, but We Live Here is a record that kind of, it's almost separate from the other records in, in some ways, because it, it has such a strong personality. The, the subject that was sort of proposed, you know, in that record is one that we haven't really pursued much further since that record. We learned an enormous amount of things in the making of that record that we've applied to subsequent records, but the direct approach of dealing with sort of electronics is something that we kind of went deep, deep into on that record and, and have kind of branched off from since. That record came at a, at a unique time in the group's history, too. We had taken a, a fairly significant break right around then. That was, that was when I had done the Secret Story record, had done the record with John Schofield. Zero Tolerance for Silence was in there. There was a lot of stuff going on sort of around that time at least for me personally, that all kind of led to a place where for four months, for the first time in about 15 years, I actually rented a place, it was actually in Miami, where I lived and didn't go out on the road and just kind of hung out and tried to gather material and things that seemed interesting to me at the time and then got Stephen Lyle to come down to Miami, a place that we've never worked before or since, where we, we developed the material and uh, wrote the tunes. And, uh, you know, it's a very sunny record that came from a very sunny place at a, you know, kind of sunny time. And, um, you know, it's probably the least dark group record in, in a lot of ways. It was a lot of fun to put together, but put together in a very different way. You know, there was this whole idea of kind of the basic concept for me was to try to reconcile the group's language, the way we play together, the, the, even the history of the band, with sort of almost garden variety versions of these beats that were unbelievably pervasive at that time. It's like you could find traces of these, you know, types of grooves in all different kinds of music. I mean, you know, people would say hip-hop or rap or that sort of thing, but not just there. I mean, you'd find them in country music, you'd, you'd hear them everywhere. And, you know, this was sort of the idea of drum loops, which was something at the time that had a certain interest to me because it does provide music, regardless of the style, with a certain kind of hypnotic horizon that somehow I seemed to feel was worth investigating for us. And, you know, a lot of lessons were learned that we then applied to especially the record that followed Imaginary Day. But the specific results that we came up with, I think are, you know, some of a few of our fans, I think it's probably their favorite record. I mean, you know, there's certainly a whole group of people that got familiar with us because of that record that we hadn't really talked to much before. And from what I gather, have kind of lost interest in everything we've done since then. But uh, nevertheless, it's a record of the band kind of trying to look at things from a really different angle. And yet at the same time, another unique thing came from that period, which was given the nature of what it was, and the kinds of things that I brought to the table for our first writing sessions, it resulted in the first of what has been several extremely collaborative writing periods for Lyle Mays and myself. I mean, that record is certainly, to that date, the most collaborative writing we'd ever done. I mean, we'd done certainly a lot of writing together, but it was kind of more like Lyle helping me finish things or 
in some cases vice versa, coming up with a section or two together. But really starting with We Live Here through the most recent record, The Way Up, we, we really began a, a completely new way of writing together. I mean, we had done one tune that sort of predated that period where it was very collaborative, sort of right from the beginning, and that was uh, a tune called The Epic on American Garage, which we both, I think, would not list as one of our absolute favorites, thinking that the idea of two people working on things that collectively maybe resulted in something that was a little bit less focused. But with We Live Here, because most of what I brought in was short material, we kind of had to develop them together. And in this period of writing that ensued in Miami, we were pretty much writing everything in the same room. Actually, Steve was there for most of the writing period, sort of like almost producing us writing the, the, the material, which was very useful at, at the time. And we just kind of started taking the, our favorites of these grooves and sort of hammering them out and trying to find what was appealing about them. But all of that was very instructive for, for what became subsequent records that we made together. But the results of the Wheel Live Here records stand up very, very well for me. I mean, I do hear it occasionally, and there's one track in particular, To the End of the World, that I think is one of the best group tracks. And to me, that one is the one that really gathered together all the forces that going into it, I, I was hoping we would be able to kind of get everything to, to fire on, on, on you know all pistons at the same time. That was the one that really, really did it for me. And I think that was kind of proven in the, in the way that that tune worked live. It was one of our most effective pieces in the tour that followed that. Mm-hmm. 